welcome you to worship this day. We welcome you to our Mother's Day worship, where we have the privilege of being led in worship by our 2020 Confirmands. You are going to see them and their mothers all throughout this worship service leading us today, and we are so grateful to have them. They are the ones that picked the hymns, they selected the scripture readings, and they have written their own liturgy. So we are so glad that you have joined us this morning. So let us worship God. Please join us in the call worship. We gather together to worship our loving and caring God, who like a mother knows us like no other. Bless us unconditionally, teaches us the way we should go and comforts us in times of need. Praise God, the source and sustainer of life. I love I love that my mom always helps me whenever I need it. She is always there for me, no matter what. Happy Mother's Day. I love you. Singing together, I was there to hear your morning cry. there to hear your morning cry I'll be there when you are old I rejoiced the day you were baptized to see your life unfold I was there when you were but a child with a faith to suit you well in a blaze of light you wandered off to find where demons dwell. When you heard the wonder of the word, I was there to cheer you on. You were raised to praise the living Lord to whom you now belong. If you find someone to share your time and you join your hearts as one, I'll be there to make your verses rhyme from dusk till rising sun. In the middle ages of your life, not too old, no longer young, I'll be there to guide you through the night, complete what I've begun. When the evening gently closes in and you shut your weary eyes, I'll be there as I have always been with just one more surprise. I was there to hear your morning cry. I'll be there when you are old. I rejoice the day you were baptized to see your life unfold.
please join me in the prayer confession. O creating God, who loved us into being, we are your children, praise you. When we fall, you lift us up. When we fail, you restore us. When we are wounded, you nurse us. When we grieve, you weep with us. When we celebrate, you laugh with us. But sometimes we don't search out to you. We are embarrassed or we forget or we feel silly. Help us to reach out to you at any and all times of our lives, we pray. Amen. Happy Mother's Day. I love my mom because she's like a best friend to me and she always has my back. I love you, mom. One thing my mom has always told me is that it is okay to make mistakes. God did not make us all to be perfect, and he forgives us when we are not. Psalms 103 verses 8 through 12 states, The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor really harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve, or repay us according to our inequities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him, as far as he removes our transgressions from us. and my favorite thing about my mom is that she always supports me in everything I do. Hi, I'm Kate Riley and my favorite thing about my mom is that she's my best friend. This poem is called Song by Robert Browning. The years at the spring and days at the morn, morning at seven, the hillsides dew pearled, the larks on the wing, the snails on the thorn, God's in his heavens, all's right with the world. My mother was born in 1919, Sophie Barth. And her life was peppered with a lot of difficulty. And at age 16, she found herself in her third foster home and was introduced to faith in Jesus by her, foster, her third foster family. And they suggested that with her new life in Jesus, she also consider starting all fresh and legally change her name. And she became Ruth Carol Barth. And that decision would influence my mother the rest of her life. And it is the thing I most remember, that she has always been a woman of tremendous faith and prayer. My sisters and I were talking recently about a family circumstance, and I said, so don't we miss our mother now? We could really use her prayer and her faith. And so today I give thanks for my mother and the example that she was faithful and consistent in presenting all of her 92 years um, as a woman of prayer and a woman of faith. My mom, Karen, and my favorite thing about her is that she makes me laugh. This is a reading from Proverbs chapter 30, verses 10 through 24. A wife of noble character, who can find? She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works hard with eager hands. She is like the merchant ships, bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still night. She provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. 
She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for their tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable, and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes, converge, she makes coverings for her beds. She is clothed in a fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate, where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them to them, and supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh with the days to come. She speaks with wisdom. Hi, this is my mom, Ellen, and my favorite thing about her is how loving and caring she is. Today's scripture reading is from Proverbs chapter 31, verses 25 through 29. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Good morning and happy Mother's Day to you all. On this Mother's Day, I would like to introduce you all to my mom, Lois. My mom was born in 1937 and she grew up in Dearborn. And she was a woman of many, many talents. She went to college and got a degree and became a school teacher. And she taught in the Garden City Public Schools for a number of years. She raised four kids. When she and my dad married, my dad had a son, so she welcomed Joe into her life and treated him just like her own as well. She was also a successful businesswoman. She and my dad owned a floor covering business for many, many years. And she also had a variety of other talents, including sewing. She was quite the crafter. She was a musician. She knew how to play the piano and the guitar. She loved music of all sorts, was always singing songs. She was quite the athlete as well, especially ping pong. She was phenomenal at ping pong. And of course, she was a very good cook and baker. And one of the things that I love best about my mom is that she always made the holidays very special and our birthdays very special. She was an incredible hostess. She took hospitality to the nth degree. So our home was always a very special place on those special occasions. But the thing that I am most grateful to my mom for is that she taught me how to love my God. She had a very special relationship with Jesus and she was the first person to teach me about him when I was very young. You see, my mom didn't have the best of childhoods herself. When she was six years old, her mom died in childbirth to my uncle. And so life was a little bit more difficult for my mom, yet she would always talk about in those days when she was little and still trying to figure out life, she always knew that Jesus was with her. He was always a presence in her life, and those stories always fascinated me when she would talk about him with so much love, and it was wonderful. 
I would always ask my mom to sing one of two songs to me when she would put me to bed at night, one being the old rugged cross and the other, I come to the garden alone. Those songs will always remind me of my mom. Unfortunately, in the last years of my mom's life, her memory was robbed by Alzheimer's, yet she could always recite the 23rd Psalm and the Lord's Prayer and could still sing a number of hymns, even when she couldn't remember the names of her own children. She could still say those things by heart, and it was such a blessing. This morning, we got to hear Proverbs 31 read to you by Connor Killingbeck and Mackenzie Cook. And the title of that proverb is The Dutiful Wife. And it paints just this absolutely gorgeous picture of a woman of God and the way in which she conducts her life. And it reminded me so much of my mom, hearing all those things in that proverb. And it's obvious that God held women in such high esteem, looking all the way back into the Old Testament, especially when we read a scripture as beautiful as Proverbs 31. We also know that women were instrumental in funding the ministry of Jesus. And of course we know that women were the first evangelists. They were the first to preach the good news that Jesus Christ had been resurrected. So we have this awesome privilege today to give thanks to God for the many women in our lives, whether they are mothers or someone else, these women who have loved their God and have taught others to love their God as well. So enjoy celebrating the women in your life this week and all weeks. Enjoy celebrating those people in your life that have taught you how to love your God. And we give thanks to God for all those people who continue to point us in his direction. Amen. Hi, this is my mom, Ellen, and my favorite thing about her is her work ethic. Today's scripture reading is from Luke chapter 1, verses 46 through 49. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. Thank you so much for reading our scripture passage this morning. I really love the image of Mary, the mother of Jesus. What a multifaceted woman and how great was her love for Jesus and how great was her love for God to be accepting of such a call at such a young age. I stand before you in front of our beautiful memorial wall filled with all those who have come before us and inspired us in our faith. In particular today, I, on this Mother's Day, I'm remembering all the women who are on this wall. What inspires me about the women on this wall and about Mary is in those few little verses that were shared with you in her song for God in giving thanks for the honor of carrying Jesus within her. She says this line. She says, 
My soul is glad because of God my Savior, for he has remembered me. I call this our wall of remembrance. What a privilege it is that we have it, that we can be reminded every time we gather in this space, in our sanctuary, we literally have the roll call of those men and women who came before us. You can literally walk along this wall, and for me, I can call out the names, and I'm remembering some of the incredible women in honor of Mother's Day who really shaped this place, who were the risk takers, did the bold moves, perhaps even went against society's norms and called the congregation to stand up, perhaps to stand up and stand in between all those who are needy, who don't have a voice. We've had so many different ministries in the life of this church in the, fa in the past 92 years since Rosedale first opened its doors. And so as I remember Mary and her story, I remember the stories of the women's whose names are on this wall. Mary was going on about her life when God appeared and changed everything. Mary was given a call to bear Jesus. And it could have cost her everything, including her life. And certainly the whole town must have been whispering and gossiping. As a matter of fact, it kind of alludes to that when she makes her way off to her cousin Elizabeth's house, going to go spend those months of her pregnancy with her. And there's this great scene. You can imagine Mary already missing her family, worried about Joseph, what would happen. Could she trust God? And then she sees Elizabeth and the two hug. And Elizabeth has this wonderful response identifying that indeed she is carrying the Messiah. And it says that the baby inside of Elizabeth leapt with joy, who we would come to know as John the Baptist. So as I think about Mary and Elizabeth and all the women on this wall who have prepared the way for us today, even in the midst of a global pandemic, Mary and the lives of the women here in this place continue to inspire us to have great faith. And perhaps even all the children that have come through the doors of this place in our 92 years, some of us watching this video have been in this church for decades. Wasn't it wonderful to come through the doors and see the faces of all of these men and women these women who were the nursery school teachers and the Sunday school teachers, who perhaps even didn't have children of their own, but called all the children in this place their children. So today we remember Mary, and we remember all of them, and give thanks. As I stand at the baptismal font with a picture of my own mom right here with me, I am reminded, too, that at some point, we were baptized in our lives, or perhaps are about to be. And at that baptism, we love to watch as mom and dad come forward, perhaps even with godparents, the whole congregation in the house. And we can't wait for the words to be said and for that child or that adult 
to walk with the pastor down the aisle. I began to think back to a dear friend's ordination service when a colleague of mine actually had her come up to the baptismal font at the front of the church and recalled how she had grown up in the church of which she was being ordained that day. And he walked her down the aisle. He started from the font and he went from there. And he recalled all the days of her childhood, her teenage years, the Sunday school, the youth groups, the mission trips into her seminary experience. And all those who paved the way to get her through those days. What joy it is to recall our mothers this day who in literally when we were young and figuratively ever since have held us in their arms in more ways than one. And perhaps if it wasn't a mother that did that for us, it was an aunt or a neighbor or a Sunday school teacher or a coach. Today is our day to remember those women and to remember that they helped us find our voice, men and women alike. At some point, someone nurtured us and said our voice matters and gave us opportunity to share it. It's kind of like with Elizabeth and Mary. When Elizabeth reaches out to Mary and hugs her and confirms that what the angel has told her is true, Mary's response is that she finds her voice and she sings this magnificent prayer, the Magnificat. And in that prayer, she finds her voice, a voice that will help raise Jesus, a voice that will sustain Jesus through the highs and the lows of his life, a voice that Mary finds that is then an inspiration to us still today. So we remember our mothers and the wonderful women in our lives who show us that our voices matter and who remind us that our words are Jesus's words, that our words like his can bring life and love and faith and hope to others. Here I am standing by the stained glass I love this view because so often I get the other view from the chancel. I see your faces. I see where you sit on the left and the right. I love that when the light comes through the stained glass, it reaches both sides of the sanctuary. And I know that there are families who like to sit in certain locations based on the color of the window uh, to their left. And how wonderful it is to come in to the sanctuary in hard days and to be bathed in light, not just from the stained glass all around, but to be bathed in the light of the love of Jesus, which could never be contained inside any church, including this one. So I would like you to imagine wherever you are watching this video this morning, even if you need to close your eyes for a minute, Remember that you are bathed in light, the light of Jesus's love. If I could wave a magic wand, it would be so wonderful to have Mary, the mother of Jesus, standing where I am today. I'd like to imagine what she would tell us about 
that moment when she found out that she would be carrying Jesus and perhaps what questions she would have for us today. I love the song, I do. And I love that in that song, she quotes the prophet Isaiah. Arise, shine, your light has come. The glory of the Lord is upon you. She says those words, and she becomes those words. And I think she would say the same to you today. God has come to you. Jesus is your light. And his light sustains you. Perhaps she would ask us all the question, if we are willing to take that light of love and faith and hope that he came for, and that we would be willing to carry on his ministry. For certainly that's what those disciples did when he ascended to heaven. He entrusted his ministry. He entrusted his kingdom. He entrusted that message of faith and hope and love to ordinary disciples, just like you and I. How incredible is that? We forget sometimes in adversity, in global pandemics, in times of ill health, that we still have that light within us, that Jesus' presence is still with us. How incredible that is. So while I invite you to stand in the light of Christ, hear my words again. For you should arise. You should see that the glory of Jesus Christ, his light lives in you. That light will sustain you through any darkness. And this community of faith, it also is with you, no matter where you are, as we pray together and worship together. For Jesus' light, his love, is yours. May you receive it today. May you receive the stories of Mary, the stories of the women and men on our wall, and then may you come across to the other side, stand in the stained glass, and bear the light that others shared with you, and now take it into the future. For that is what gives us hope. For we know that Jesus is the light that no darkness can ever overcome, and he is our hope. We also know that there will be a day when we will be able to gather again in our church, in our churches, and then we will remember this moment now. So may the light of Jesus be with you this day. Amen. Celebrating Maya Angelou, this poem is Majestic by Kwame Alexander. Rise into the wonder of daybreak. Be a rainbow in the cloud. Be a free bird on the back of the night wind. Shine on, honey. Walk with joy in your golden feet over crystal seas and purple mountains. Know your beauty is a thunder, your precious heart unsalable. Be brave like the seed bursting with extraordinary promise. Shine on, honey. Know you are phenomenal. It's been a year since my mom has died and gone to heaven. So this is kind of a hard week. May 2nd was her birthday. And uh, I miss her. We grew up in uh, a wonderful family situation. 
My dad was a pastor. Many, many years, many churches, my mom was the pianist. And uh, there were a lot of times, Sunday night services, that we provided the special music. And we sang as a family many, many times. My family has sung all my life. And so when I got older and went to college and uh, spent my years in, in, in church music and in school, uh, my mom has been my biggest supporter. How many concerts, how many musicals has she come and been there in support of? And then when I was conducting Dearborn Community Chorus, uh, 100, 110 singers, uh, both my mom and dad sang. And there were times that I would be conducting. We were doing the Bach Magnificat down in Dearborn, and she was on the front row. And she was never prouder than to see her son conduct. And I loved seeing both mom and dad there. Um, I, I, I miss her at our concerts, at, at things that I perform at, because she was just so proud of, of what we had learned and done and accomplished and uh, was very, very happy that I was staying in church work and involved and, and still loved the Lord and loved music. And uh, many, many times when I look in congregations and I look out in audiences, I, uh, I remember seeing my mom and uh, miss her. But uh, she was my biggest supporter, and I love her and I miss her, and I'll sing with her someday. Before we hear the introduction to the offering on behalf of the Board of Session, I would like to add my sincere thanks to all of you for your extremely generous response to the letter that I was able to send you last month regarding our church finances. In your letter, I shared that on April 19th of last month, we had a $30,000 shortfall despite decreasing all expenses across the board. This morning, I am so pleased to share with you this good news. In gratitude, I report that all April financials have come in, they've all been accounted for, and not only did we make up our $30,000 deficit, we are now back in shape with an increase from last year to this year of $16,000 thousand dollars our stock market investments are also beginning to rise as well thank you so very much for sharing your financial resources with our vibrant ministry here at rgpc we have closed our doors of course on march 13th when the city did but i also wanted to tell you perhaps even once again that we never stopped doing ministry our doors, in every sense of the word, except physically, have been open for business. Our staff has been working from home and coming in at different times to practice social distancing. You're catching our worship services and video vignettes, our wonderful musicians, all on our YouTube channel, which was new for us. We've just had to be really creative and figure out new ways to do the things we've always done before. And so technology, video, has all come to be highlighted during this time as it was the way to reach out to you as it is this morning. We mobilize members in the church to be on a call team. You've received phone calls. Card team, you received an Easter card. We've also had responders that helped assemble all of the blessing bags that we provided for St. Mary's this past week. 
we were asked to collect 50 uh, and assemble 50 blessing bags for the nursing and doctor staff at the hospital. I'm proud to tell you we collected over a thousand bags. And so it was with great privilege that we were able to do that. Thanks again to your incredible generosity. I also wanted to let you know that as of May 1st, confirmation, youth group, Stephen minister training, pub theology, our elders, our deacons, all our committees are up and running. They're meeting by Zoom. We are looking at 24 ways to get ready to reopen the church, and we're being truly diligent in looking at every aspect, as I'm sure you too are wondering how we're going to do that. Every committee has three to four questions that covers everything in the broad spectrum of what it means to open our doors and to have the insight of the church feel like church, and yet things will look a little bit different. And so as we now are doing due diligence, preparing for our return whenever the governor gives that green light, I just wanted to say again, and I won't be able to say it enough, thank you. Thank you for your generosity. Thank you for your response to the letter. Because of you, we continue to make a difference, not only in our lives as a congregation, but in the lives of all those around us in our community and our city and around the world. What a wonderful way to begin the offering introduction. And so now in the fullness of time, we remember Christ Jesus. We remember him triumphant. We remember the new life that he gives us and that it's life abundant, given through the grace of God. In thanks, let us now return the Lord's offering with our own. We'll receive our morning offering. to close your eyes and save these questions for another day. I think I know what you've been asking me. I think you know what I've been trying to say. I promised I would never leave you. And you should always know No matter where you go No matter where you are I never will be far away Good night, my angel Now it's time to sleep And still so many I want to say, remember all the songs you sang for me when we went sailing on an emerald bay, and like the boat out on the ocean, 
pleased to tell you before we enter into this time of prayer that we have the confirmation class of 2017 to thank for much of this prayer today. I thought it would be a wonderful gift to give to our confirmands and to all of us to have the bulk of this prayer written by that class. So let us prepare our hearts for prayer. Let us pray. God of all good gifts, Today we give our offerings to you out of our abundance and our scarcity. 
knowing that in your hands our offerings will bring the greatest blessing to those who need it most. May our gifts build up your church, expand your kingdom, and bring light into dark places. Dear Jesus, thank you for all the things you have done for us. We thank you for giving your life for us. Jesus, you are our joy and our provider. You are all we need. We are thankful for you, our Lord, and we're thankful for our families, our friends, and of course, our beautiful church that we are so proud of. Even though we know that we are not perfect in your eyes, even though we have made some mistakes in our lives, please have the Holy Spirit with us when we need it, especially when we are in a tough situation. We praise you for giving us our families and friends, for seeing us through rough times. We pray that you will help us hear your voice now and every day. God, we're sorry for all the times we hurt others, for lying, a lack of love, especially jealousy. We ask for your forgiveness. We ask that you transform us and avoid us from sinning. Help us to be the people we were born to be. Help us clear our minds to listen to you and to give you a chance to talk while we learn to listen better for your voice. May your blessing and strength rest upon all those we serve in our community. We thank you, Lord, for the over 1,000 blessing bags that we were able to provide for the medical staff at St. Mary's Hospital this week. Thank you for each and every person who contributed time, goods, financially, and most of all with their love. May each hospital worker who opens their bag feel your presence is with them as they serve on the front lines of COVID-19. As they say the prayer provided, may they feel your strength beyond their own strength, as well as our support and our prayers for them. Thank you, Holy God, for making us a church family, a mission station, your modern-day disciples. Help us to be Christ-like, to be a community that nurtures your life-giving faith, hope, and love in others, that they may know you personally. For God of the women in our lives, we thank you for the celebration of Mother's Day. Thank you for those who gave birth to us and who raised us. Thank you for their sacrifice, patience, and love. Thank you for ways our mothers helped us to see something of your love through their lives. We pray for mothers today that you would bless them with all they need to fulfill the calling you have given them. Give them wisdom, strength, and vision. Fill them with your love and goodness. We pray especially for those who are struggling to be faithful mothers, that you will give them an extra measure of your grace today. For God of the healing heart, we also pray for those for whom this is a difficult day. We pray for children who have lost their mothers, for mothers who have lost children, for mothers and children who are estranged from each other, for those who would like to be mothers, for those whose memories of their mothers are painful, and for all others. 
May those who hurt today know that you are with them in their pain. Heal their hearts, give them hope, wrap them up in your arms of love. Jesus, our great physician, we pray for a cure for COVID-19. We pray and work and minister to others seeking your healing. We pray for all who have been affected by this life-shattering illness. We pray for all those on the front line still serving others. We want all people that are hurt both physically and mentally to be healed from any sickness, any wounds they have. We pray for all those in the hospital or rehabilitation, those recovering at home, undergoing tests and procedures. We give you thanks for the gift of new beginnings, for the birth of children, an engagement, a new relationship, a hardship defeated. We pray for our 2020 confirmation class and their advisors. May all of their newfound knowledge, their theology, how they see and desire our congregation to move in the years ahead, may they be blessed with your vision. We pray for our brothers and sisters all over the world. May we continue to strive to be together even though we are apart to build unity. Faithful Jesus, help us to be thankful and show gratitude for the blessings of daily living. We praise you, Jesus, for being our shepherd, for lighting our way, showing us where to go, and leading us. We praise you for guiding us when we are lost, for forgiving us when we go down the wrong path. Jesus, you are our lighthouse guiding us away from the stormy seas into the light of your love. For we love you, Jesus. Amen. Let us pray together in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who taught us to pray together, saying, Our, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Let's sing together, Mine Eyes Have Seen the Glory. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. He is trampling out the vintage where the grapes of wrath are stored. He hath loosed the fateful lightning of his terrible swift sword. God's truth is marching on. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. 
God has sounded forth the trumpet that he never call retreat and is sifting out all human hearts before the judgment seat. Oh, be swift, my soul, to answer. Oh, be jubilant, my feet. Our God is marching on. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. God's truth is marching on. In the beauty of the lilies, Christ was born across the sea. With a glory in his bosom that transfigures you and me. As he died to make us holy, let us live to make all free. While God is marching on, glory, glory, Friends, as we pass the peace again this week in honor of Mother's Day, just like Pastor Kelly suggested, find three women in your life whom you wish to honor this day and pass the peace of Christ to them, whether it's through a phone call, a text message, or a card in the mail. Find those women that have been influential to you and have made a difference in your life and the life of others. And now, my friends, may the peace of Christ be with you. This is my mom. I love her generosity and sense of humor. God of grace, thank you for the gift of motherhood, for the joy of giving birth, for the delight of loving a child, for the unfolding of a relationship over time, from mothers cradling babies to adults caregiving for aging parents. The relationship of mother and child is a gift from you. Thank you for all who mother us, biological or adoptive mothers, caregivers, relatives, and friends. Women who have been there for us, who have made us who we are. Thank you, God, that even though mothers may fail us, you never fail us, and that you mother us through your love. We are not perfect people, and in our intimate relationships, we are imperfect. For all the ways we have as mothers disappointed or failed our children, forgive us. For all the ways we have as children disappointed or failed our mothers, forgive us. Give us the grace to say I'm sorry, and the wisdom to make amends. For mothers today, we ask for patience to allow our children to be children. We ask for vision to see the long view and the impact small parenting choices can make. We ask for self-control so that we may model gratefulness in stressful situations. Above all, we ask for love. Pressed down, shaking together, running over. We ask this in the name of Jesus, who knew the love of a mother. Faithful and true to the end. Amen. Mm -hmm. 